and say, welcome to Plugged In at Chatham Kent, your business podcast brought to you by Economic Development. I'm Andrew. I work in Economic Development at uh, Communications here. And uh, I have a very special guest who, for the first time, um, I think since episode one, I'm going to introduce. So normally I pass it over. Oh. But I'm going to introduce you, you because because I went on. Come on, computer. Oh, no. He's going to use technology. And it's not going to work. Um, I went on and read your bio. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which one? There's so many outdated so bios many. out there. <laughs> okay, but check this out. You are Yvonne Pilon. Yes. Uh, a young professional uh, passionate about technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship, and putting Windsor, Essex, and Chatham Kent on the map at age 24. You founded your first company. Add to it? Add to it. You're the only person who says it right. Thank you. Uh, by the age of 29, you became the youngest female uh, to lead the Regional Innovation Center, which is part of WeTech, which you're the president and CEO of. Yes. Um, and then there is quite literally a two or three yeah, it's more It's a little bit. That's the my dated one, but uh, but it? that's pretty good. You, you've basically summarized me. Tech. Yeah. We it keeps going. There's so much. Like you, <laughs> Everything volunteering, tech. technology, yeah. world domination. Yeah. Look at, like, it just, it just keeps going. No. <laughs> Very involved and a huge uh, passion of technology. And uh, you'll read if you, if you read on. Um, a lot really involved in youth retention. Mm-hmm. Um, as I know, um, it's a topic of interest here in Chatham is I saw so many of my friends leave the area and um, at a younger age, I'm not that old yet, but uh, I really was like, you know, how do we storytell? How do we encourage more young people to stay here? So that's kind of my second passion, I guess. I wish it had been (laughs) at the women's event on Tuesday. It was so good. And we had several people come up to me say, so I left Chatham Kent and I've just come back. And it was... And they are, they're coming back. And I think you guys actually have a comeback or was it... Comeback, back back to CK. So you guys have done a great job. So yeah, I mean, people leave. Leaving is not a bad thing, but the goal is to get them back or, you know, at least to... If they are going to leave, let them leave with all this knowledge of the great things happening in your community so they can become advocates for your city or region. Ambassadors. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. The more the merrier. So I'm going to start off with a really hard question of what is WeTech? Oh, what since is WeTech? You, wow. Since you're the president wow. Yeah, exactly. So, this is a hard one. No. So WeTech is a regional innovation center. What is that? You're going to hear me say the word Rick. So the province almost 10 years ago um, developed this really world-class network called the Regional Innovation Center Network. They created seven innovation centers across the province, uh, Windsor being one of them. The next one up to 401 is in London. And then you have the larger centers like Communitech, Mars, Invest Ottawa. There's a lot in the DTA. But the mandate there was really to build this, um, you know, this innovation network in the province to help tech companies start, grow, and succeed. So really uh, a big economic development play in that. Um, And again, our our goal is to create new jobs, create new companies, keep them in Ontario, um, and and really, again, help build the future economy and help build Ontario and Canada as this leading um, innovation technology uh, network. One of the things we chatted about, and I know others in your organization chat about, is scaling up, Mm. right? Like the need to Mm -hmm. not just be that, and there's nothing wrong with a small small business, but to look at scale up. Do you want to talk a bit about scale up, or am I hitting you with another question you were totally unprepared for? No, this is okay. It's okay. I I laugh. Um, Just to backtrack a little bit, too, because, you know, we text part of this network, but our mandate is just, like I said, to help companies start, grow, and succeed. That's our core mandate. That's why the government um, provides funding to our agencies. But as we've seen this network uh, mature, we hear this word scale up. In fact, in Toronto this this week, it was momentum. That's what we're calling it, momentum. So it's going to change. Um, And that's really just letting 
it's really focusing on how do we take these companies from two hundred, maybe twenty employees to a hundred to two hundred employees. So, mm-hmm. a great example of scaling up is uh, you know our Canadian unicorn Shopify, right? You have a company that started out of Ottawa that's now this literally monster Canadian company, mm-hmm. and they stayed in Canada. What we see is we start these great companies and then they're either acquired by U.S. companies or they're moving to the Valley, they're mm-hmm. moving to New York, Seattle, wherever. So um, there is a huge push across the province and country to help these companies scale, help them get past that hurdle that gets past the you know the 20 employees to the 100 to 200 and also to keep them planted here in our community. So... There's a lot of push, um, a lot more um, energy and resources needed to help those scaling companies. Again, you're not just competing against your neighbor. You're competing against, you know, Japan, Asia. Um, you're competing against the U.S. I mean, you've got the competition is so much stronger. So scaling means, you know, resource at the right time. It means funding at the right time. We have mm-hmm. to keep these companies, um, you know, the capital funneling into them in order to scale. Um, and we also have to teach companies, um, traditionally, I think when we ask companies, what's your exit strategy? Everyone would answer, I want to be acquired by Google. I want to be acquired <laughs> by Microsoft. We have to change that thinking in Canada, whereas we can't, we shouldn't necessarily be looking, teaching our companies to focus on that exit. The exit really should be, how do we keep you growing and keep you, you know, employing. I I go back to Shopify because they're such an amazing company that has truly stayed Canadian. I mean, yes, they're expanding into the U.S. and, you know, they've now launched offices in Toronto and in Waterloo. And who knows? I mean, they're building this logistic network. So um, I think Chatham, Kent, Windsor, Essex, Toby, if you're listening, we have a wonderful (laughs) um, uh, gateway uh, to the U.S. market here in our our regions. We talk about that all the time in economic development, that business retention mm-hmm. and expansion right yeah. that that need to to say okay so you get your headquarters here if you go and start a uh, you know another operation in say the state the US or other countries that's mm-hmm. fine but let mm-hmm. let's keep that core here how do we how do we make it even more uh, business friendly yeah. right and i think in economic development and i know this is been the case for for probably decades is we're always looking to bring in that unicorn right sure. which which is still a, a good strategy but Let's look at our communities and go, how many companies could scale? So where does the effort focus to? And I think we're starting to see the focus start, you know, shifting on how do we scale these existing companies who are already doing good? How do we get them to do greater, right? So um, and I think you are seeing that shift happen in economic development. But let's not forget, and this is something I get concerned about, is we're going to focus so much on scaling, we're not going to... we're not going to focus on the bottom of the pyramid, which is still yes. those early stage entrepreneurs, those kids that come out with ideas and build companies. So there are now, there are multiple elements, right? There's the enterprise side of things, there's the scale-ups, and then there's those early stage companies. We have to ensure that we provide resources at all levels. Otherwise, we're going to we're gonna tip over and we'll have no pipeline. So uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not good. <laughs> no, I, you've got to, it, it's it's amazing for me to see uh so many great ideas that are coming forward Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and this has been i'm i'm sure it's been happening for a very long time but i'm uh, one year into chatting and economic development and and so to to see these new ideas that are bubbling up and getting maybe some insider on it is Mm -hmm. so exciting Mm uh and so i'm trying to tell everybody's story yeah no you're doing Um, a great job thank you um okay back to we tech um we tech alliance. I should, yes, just to, that's okay. I'm going to yeah. shorten it. It's going to be yeah. we tech. Yeah, so, we tech works uh, for me. If you Google it, it still works. Yeah. So it yeah. works out. Um, 
what are some of the services? What what sort of things are you helping with? Sure. So uh, we three pillars. That's, I try to I, I, as an entrepreneur, your storytelling is so important. So I yeah. try to work on our storytelling as well. So number one is that tech acceleration. So helping tech companies start, grow, and succeed. Um, in that, there is a whole list of um, programs that we offer. Um, I encourage anyone listening to want to learn more about us, you can go to www.wetech-alliance.com. Um, we've tried to make our, our website user-friendly to understand what we do and how to access those resources. But when we talk about growing companies, it differs, right? And medtech company is different than an app company, right? An app can be developed overnight. Uh, you know, a cancer drug or a medical um, technology could take years to get FDA approved. Absolutely. So we know every industry uh, requires different uh, different uh, kind of services. So um, most importantly, I think uh, in our in our network, uh, you will meet with Adam Castle, who is our director of venture mm-hmm. services. So I'll kind of guide you through the process. If you um, if you're a tech or innovation company, we focus on working with companies that have that scaling ability. So we want to work with companies that are working on a tech innovation project or company that has the potential to grow outside of our regions, right? We want we want the next to work with the next Shopify. We want the next Tesla. Um, so we want uh, to work with companies that have that ability. Um, so they'll come into our pipeline. Our services are almost all free. You'll meet with Adam Castle and you'll put together what we call 30, 60, 90 day plan. So long as you fit the criteria to work with us. And that 30, 60, 90 day plan will basically, again, and plan your next 90 days and we'll kind of guide you through your pain points and where you want to be in the next 90 days and then once we see that we'll then plug in the resources so maybe you need um a better understanding of your sales pipeline or marketing or communications or strategy or you're at the point where you're trying to pitch to investors and you need to learn about how to pitch to investors and how to put together a pitch deck um, so we'll align our programming and our, our venture service team which is a group of you know I think there's over 50 now I'd have to go on the website and actually count but these are people that either volunteer their time or are kind of contracted on our behalf to help you so we know we're not experts we're very very small team and we can't be experts at blockchain, fintech, agtech, autotech. So we try to leverage this network of people both in the regions as well as Toronto and across the world. So um, we try to kind of build this army of advisors to help you grow your business. And I've got to say, you've been doing an amazing job doing that. Like it, the, the experts that you're bringing in, uh, yeah. we, we, we for some of the war rooms, and I, yeah. no, I haven't, we haven't yeah. talked about that, but but some of the, the experts you've brought down yeah. to those small group sessions. Thank you. Are, uh, and I say, as, a, as any boss would say, you hire smarter people than you are. So I've got an amazing team and Adam Castle leads that. And he's got a huge portfolio to lead. Yeah. We work with over 200 companies every year. So um, he does a great job at building. And, and what I like to say, too, is not only are we creating economic development from the companies that create those jobs, think about all the contract people we're bringing in on the VST that we're now a pipeline for them for customers. So it's like economic development in a second, uh, kind of a second degree. Um, so I do have to say that Adam's done a great job at building that uh, VST network um, and it's really helped our company. So. Um, that's kind of the first thing we do is helping those companies uh, grow. And I could literally be here for about 20 more minutes talking <laughs> about all the programs. But uh, we, again, advisory services to me is like, again, that person to talk to to help mm-hmm. guide you through market intelligence. We have access to these amazing market research reports for free um, from our 
Rick in uh, Toronto called Mars. We have access to reports. Some of them are worth forty thousand uh, dollars in terms of gaining insight into your marketplace. Um, and then just access to the network. The government can be difficult to navigate. I, I think that's fair to say. I think, it, and that, that's uh, not no a political tape. statement. That's just yes, a, in no, general. But I think the uh, government even knows that absolutely. the government's trying to work with companies at all levels better. So I think for us, a lot of us have been in this space for for a decade. I've been in this space for over a decade. It's navigating. We want to make sure that your time is utilized the best. So come to us and let us connect you with this grant opportunity that's going to be best suited because we never want someone to go down this path and waste all this time when they could be selling their product. I mean, Absolutely. really. So um, so that's kind of the, again, we're connectors, right? Um, and, I, you know, you're, I'm sure you're, you feel the same way in your role. Yes. Sometimes your biggest asset is not what you capture from your, your impact. It's all these little connections you make yeah. um, with these entrepreneurs and these businesses. The second piece of, of WeTech is the tech talent pipeline. Um, we're seeing more and more that companies can't grow without talent. Talent mm-hmm. is like your, your bloodline of, of your company. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get more involved in engaging the tech community, hence why we do things here like Tech Night, yep. to try to get the tech community out to better understand their needs, let them network. We're involved with FIRST Robotics, which I know we have a high school team and some First Lego League teams here in Chatham. Yeah. Um, actually, this region is one of the fastest growing first communities in Canada. There's over 80 teams now in this portfolio in Chatham, Kent, and Windsor, Essex. So there's Great. this amazing pipeline. Um, we do things like Tech Week coming up in mm-hmm. October. So October 21st to the 26th. Um, it's our third annual Tech Week, and it's really just a week to talk about tech, to engage tech community, to champion, to promote all these amazing things that are happening in Windsor, Essex, and Chatham, Kent. So I'm excited this year. Actually, we've expanded to Chatham, Kent. I'll give it all to Andrew. He's the one that really oh. helped prompt this. But uh, And I have to say, you have been a, an amazing partner to work with and also kind of nudging us to to ensure that we're out here more often so um uh but we are excited in fact um that's part of our press release uh, that we hopefully are going to push out in the next couple of days is again that the it's tech week has kind of expanded to chatham kent with a few activities so i am so thrilled that you're bringing down the canada yeah, codes group yes, and the learning yeah, to code and yeah. specifically the, it, is it called women's learning to code yeah uh, so great. i mean so it's- canada learning code is an amazing organization um um, it's a federal organization led by uh, a woman named Melissa, who I, I know and I follow. She's amazing. She started this amazing movement. Um, they have a code mobile, and the code mobile is its mandate is to to travel across the country. So there's different chapters. The chapter that services our region, I think, is in Kitchener. Um, but you can actually, as an educator, go onto their website and request a visit to your school. And I always say a lot of teachers don't don't know this. Um, I'm it's the, put that yes. Okay, so mobile. you can. Uh, it's called the Code Mobile. Um, they also do uh, teacher cons, I think is the name, and where they come in and they try to teach teachers to then bring it back to their classroom. Okay. Obviously, there's limited resources, um, so they can't come to you know every school. But which is one of the nice things about Tech Week is that we can partner with Co- Code Mobile and give them a week of activities to leverage. So in this yeah. case, they're first stopping in Chatham Kent on the Tuesday, October twenty second. Mm-hmm. Yes, twenty second. Yes. yes, right. Yes, I was just bragging it about is this. Tuesday, tour. October twenty second. Yes, we are hosting two sessions. They're yeah. both branded Lady Learning Code. Although no discrimination, if you're a man or kind of a later teen between the ages of grade 12 or 17, or you're an experienced coder, have a little bit of knowledge, you can come out to these events. So the first session is 12 to 3, and that is our intro to 
HTML and, and CSS. CSS. Yep. You do not need any experience. I've taken this this course before. Literally, I do know a little bit, but like it's meant for people with zero expertise. So women especially can be intimidated by mm-hmm. technology. So I encourage anyone listening or anyone know that someone looking to get into coding, there's something so empowering when you finish this course and you've coded a website. Yes. And you can see all this, you know, zeros and ones that you've put together and they're building out like an image or a graphic or whatever it is. So um, I can't say enough about this, uh, this thing. If you don't have a computer, they have computers for you. So it really is. It's free. There's laptops available and there's people facilitating it. Before you move on, I, yeah. I, I think from the, the small business or the business perspective, mm-hmm. what I love about this is that it, so many people say to other companies or other people or their cousin or whatever, just build my website and mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. then they get it and they're never quite 100% happy, but yeah. they don't have the skills to yeah. even make simple changes. This gives you that yeah. opportunity to go in and say, okay, I get the basics of HTML. So if mm-hmm. you're using a, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, Squarespace or a something website. You can look at the code. You can look and, at yeah, it, make yeah. those little changes yeah. without breaking your website. And nowadays, like it's, it's oh. not like before where you hired a web developer and it cost you 30 grand to have a website. You yes. can literally today start a website in a few hours with you know Absolutely. all of these services out there. And I mean, now you've got Shopify plugins. I mean, building your as a you know um like you know providing you know online resources or online selling is easier than it's ever been right it's so easy now to sell outside of your region with all these tools and to be online and and as something you know as you're going to hear more and more is if businesses do not embrace technology they will be left behind like you you can't you can't say no to technology no matter what company you are everything is from the to see how you're taking payments, you know, down to the connectivity, down to the systems you're using to track your customers. Mm-hmm. Everything is so, you know, tech is, in, is is enabling every business. So it's super important that we we build those skills. And you don't need to be a, a full-blown coder. It's no. just having a little bit of knowledge helps you understand and likely maybe help you along the way to alleviate having to always go to a, a larger company. So, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted yeah, to no, jump no, in no. Listen, say, that's so good. They, there's such a... I don't want to be intimidating. Like yeah. HTML, yeah. as you said, yeah. used to be this terribly scary. Thing. It's a scary it word. Was. It, it was. It was. I think it still is. And I, I hope to break down those myths as we was. You know, if thirty women go through this program yeah. and they are now advocates for this program, when we bring it back next time, they'll tell their friends. And they'll, it's Absolutely. like it's a movement, right? Um, so after that session, we actually are doing a diff- another session for. It's a two-hour session this time. Again, geared towards ladies teens, men, doesn't matter. And we're going to learn how to code virtual reality, which is so cool. I've never done this one. So this is a new course that they're offering. Um, I'm super excited because as you've ever put on a VR set, whether it's mm-hmm. Oculus, um, there's, it's, the, it's mind-blowing. You know, you're, we're, we're traveling the world now using virtual reality. We are um, using it in healthcare. They're testing virtuality uses um, to help with addiction. So imagine someone mm-hmm. with a, dr- a drinking, a, you know, a drinking a problem or a gambling problem and you can put them in a situation virtually. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see this technology and how it can be used for good. Um, so I think that's going to be a really cool session. So there's still spots available. Still, yep. um, and that one, again, is just um, is on, a, again, Tuesday, October 22nd. That one is from 4 to 6. Everything is happening at the coolest space 
in Chatham Kent when it comes to innovation, which is soar innovation. So I took flight this morning. It was wonderful. <laughs> they have an amazing team and it's awesome. Again, such a good space to have here. And I'm going to be pushing that out on our social media channels. So it's already there. Yeah. Cool. But we're going to do a little cool. extra push soon. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- well, so I think we're, we're doing good on registration so far. And yeah. really, we have not pushed it. So that's and good. So people know space is limited. Yes. It, yes. It, there's only so much room in there. Yes, um, yes, yes. So and it's a rare opportunity, right? I mean, hopefully yeah. we hope to bring Codemobile down, but they are servicing a large geography. But, um, you know, it's something to think about is, is who could help lead a Canada Learning Code chapter here in Chatham-Kent? I know we had a young woman, Sarah Rohde, who started the one in Windsor. So Mm -hmm. this could prompt having a Canada Learning Code chapter here. So there's lots of things that can come out of it. And that's the beauty of putting people in the same room is magic happens. It's, yeah. Yeah. I've got somebody in mind for the the Chatham one. We won't say that uh, person's name. (laughs) I won't say Katie uh, on (laughs) this, but uh, she already knows. Um, Perfect. So... Um, okay. I can't believe we are so flying in time. Yeah, no, um, but remember... Uh, you just, still have a third pillar. We do we? have a third pillar. I was just going to go back. Uh, luckily I had coffee this morning. Third pillar is... You know what? It's... I wish it's kind of the fluffy part, but it's actually so pivotal, um, is the storytelling. Is being mm-hmm. an organization that literally champions technology innovation and broadcasts that and tells the story. It's so important for our regions... Um, to tell our story. Absolutely. As I continue to hear, you know, I didn't know that was happening. I didn't know that was happening. And I hear this all the time. And I go, what if people knew what was happening? Would people be leaving? Would the, you know, w- look at, again, that magic that could happen if people knew more about the great things. I was just talking this morning with, um, with, uh, with an ag tech individual from Chatham about, like, you know, when you think of, like, the ag community and John Deere in this case, um, there's a lot of technical jobs in that mm-hmm. space where people don't think of it. They think of, if I'm going to work for tech, I'm going to work for Google, I'm going to work for Microsoft, I'm going to work for Amazon, all great companies. Yeah. But there's tech in everything. There's tech in automotive, there's tech in agriculture, there's tech in renewable energy, there's tech in medical. So this, it's just more about broadcasting all these opportunities um, again and being a champion for our companies because we know, and I know you know this, uh, I see it all over your social media, there are amazing companies doing amazing, amazing things and that are growing and we just need to keep pushing them up because those entrepreneurs are the lifeblood of our communities. The Sorry, you just made me think of something uh, about the previous thing, which is that you have a jobs website. Yes, Sorry, yeah. I'm jumping back at pillar, have, I know, but it yeah, ties no, into this one, no, right? No, it does, Bringing it does, people, yeah. So. so we have um, a free job board. So for any company that's hiring in a tech space, um, where you're a tech company hiring, you can post for free on our website. And John Mark, who's yeah. our marketing um, programs uh, director, he builds out a nice marketing social media piece to push that out. So um, I do like to say we're not an, uh, an employment agency, but we provide a tool for these companies to help, uh, you know, to to you know, um, connect with other tech uh, individuals. And I think that's the nice thing is we're slowly, I mean, we're almost 10 years old and it, this is a long-term game. This isn't like a yeah. short-term whim, you're gonna diversify the economy and everything's <laughs> gonna be rosy and perfect. Rainbows, right? Yeah. Um, we're building these communities and we're, we're slowly starting to build the same here mm-hmm. and the same here. And that community is happening online through mm-hmm. social media. It's happening in person at these events. It's, you know, we've got a great, we have like thousands of people on our mailing list, all again, hungry 
to learn about yes. what's going on in my community, you know, and it's so pivotal for talent to do it, for companies to do it, and for parents, right? For them mm-hmm. to see like our regions, you know, we we have been branded with some bad branding. I know in Windsor we've, you know, we've I don't even I can't even say on this podcast some of the things we've been don't, called. Don't even say um, but again, you know, all those things personally fuel me to just want to fight back harder. Yeah. And just like I, you know, we see we saw it happen in Detroit is this city that literally hit rock bottom. Yes. And is now this leader of mobility. So now they're considered like the autonomous state, right? They're leading the way in mm-hmm. autonomous vehicles, patents and engineers and investments. They're hosting Forbes under 30 this year in late mm-hmm. October. They host the World Championship in First Robotics. The auto show is moving to the summer. Like amazing stuff. And I think we are poised to do great things. And again, but always being mind that we can't forget to connect to those super cities because it's important. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, let's build our cities, but let's try to connect our entrepreneurs and our talent to these larger ecosystems to then bring it back to our ecosystems. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump topics a little bit yeah. on you. Uh, Adam Castle yes. is now coming down on yes. the third Tuesday. Yeah. I'm learning all this too. So. I've had the most entrepreneurial team. It's great. <laughs> I, sorry, and it's, it's all graphic. I, I came back from vacation or from uh, from Toronto, and it was just like there's this new Tech Tuesday, and I was like, "Tell me about Tech Tuesday." But I apologize. A, we, we've we've been having no, conversations back and forth. It's something that we've been working on anyway. Uh, so I'm glad to see this uh, the consistency yeah. uh, to come here and work with companies. It, and he's been great to work with yeah. in this sense. So he's yeah. over at Soar now, uh, as yeah. you know. Um, every Tuesday, people can book him up. Yep. Um, and I don't know if he told you about this part. I feel I'm I'm telling you about this. this no, is, it, listen. Been, but this uh, is what's beautiful about the team <laughs> is we we have made, and you know this, and I would I'm saying this to followers and listeners from Chatham Kent. We uh, over a year ago really committed to being out here more, but yeah. understanding we ourselves are are resource. We have a, a shortage sure. of resources, but we made a, an effort. Um, to ensure that we were here more often, mm-hmm. that we talked more, um, and I'm 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 really pleased at you know we're now at our fourth or fifth tech night. Yeah. Um, I'm also pleased to say we have this you know every month we'll be here at tech uh, at Soar yeah. Innovation um, for Tech Tuesdays where Adam will be talking about multi different themes I think every every yep. month. Um, and also, I'm really proud of our new board. We have now yes. four members from the Chatham-Kent community. So I'm going to try to remember. So Kit Moore is our new mm-hmm. treasurer. Jamie McGrail uh, has joined our board. We have Bill Johnson, who's joined our board from Scribendi. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have uh, Dave, Dave Cullen from Integra. So again, those are strategic decisions that the board made is, you know, we're committing to being, uh, you know, not just Windsor, Essex, Chatham-Kent. So um, in addition to you know, trying to include in the newsletter, on social media, you've been, again, a huge asset for us. And I truly believe there's there's been this partnership. And even with Soar Innovation, and what I love today leaving is Gaurav was like, I said, thanks for letting me use the space. He said, this is your space. And I felt like even though it's a few words, those are really important because we're never going to get anywhere as a region without building partnerships. The future of everything is on partnerships. um, And I'm just so pleased that when we have tech nights, I'm always amazed. And I've said this publicly, uh, council comes out, the mayors come out, the companies come out. Like I'm just blown away. And the fact that you have a privately funded incubator accelerator center 
I hope everyone realizes how unique that is. It really is. So again, yeah. I, I'm saying I'm commit like you know congratulating this community for the efforts that they're putting in and to know that this is a long term game. It mm-hmm. you know. SOAR may not be full in the first month, but it's going to take time. But those spaces, those co-working innovation centers are critical. And you see the success of them with, you know, in other regions. And there's something, again, I'm using the word magic a lot today. Um, <laughs> it's the word of the day. should be wearing my like Harry Potter, like invisibility cloak or something. <laughs> um, something happens. It's magical when you put a bunch of entrepreneurs in one room. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that because they're not in this space, but I've, I've been in this space for 10 years. I've traveled all over North America and I see it. I see these companies tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, have you ever done this? Who are you using for your insurance? You know, who did you do to build this platform? Or like, and it's just this, it's so amazing when you put people together. It really is. It is. Um, so I can't get into all of the details on this, but I'm going to let you know. Uh oh, I feel M- like there's a M- no, no. This, like this a- is awesome. <sighs> MPV Wi-Fi, you know them. Yes, yes, they Last were part year, of our scale up. Yes, part of your yeah, scale up program. Yeah. Um, watch for things in October. That's that's what I'm going to tell you uh, today. So, just so everyone knows, I'm learning about <laughs> all these amazing companies that are starting and growing. And MPV growing. Wi-Fi, yeah, and they, I believe he won the Young, Young Entrepreneur Award. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And again, all we all can help these companies. And sometimes it's just liking their Facebook pages yep. or knowing about them and connecting the dots, right? So um, that's exciting. So Well, you did a little more than just liking their Facebook page. Last year they were down at your one yeah, of your sessions yeah, yeah. and they were a big yeah. you were a big part of their growth and development. Yeah. So uh, I wanna give a shout out to you know, you and WeTech yeah. for helping MDV. And listen, that program would not happen without first off the province. The province who funds us. Mm-hmm. We're not hundred percent funded by the government, but about 75 percent um libro credit union is the is mm-hmm. the key pillar to that program as well they are the funders of the the big prize that goes out so for those listening libro scale up is a our, a once a year co- uh, scale up cohort it's a mm-hmm. four month sprint we take five companies and at the end of it they pitch for that ten thousand dollar cash and mpv wi-fi was one of our so close. Uh, yeah so it was tough yeah. and you know what even looking at this this year so november will be our pitch session um, we have some really strong companies. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of an ag tech uh, cohort this year. We have four ag tech companies and one manufacturing company. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting. So, mm. um, But again, we want to see more Chatham Kent companies in that. So, Absolutely. Um, usually we launch applications starting in July and August. So again, as we look... Before we know it, summer will be here. So uh, keep an eye out for that because it is... It's not... I always said too, the cash is a cherry on top. It's... The, literally the fifteen twenty thousand dollars that you get in services, um, yes. and we like this year Adam has brought in some serious heavy hitters in ag tech because these companies now we're seeing they're not just idea state they are full blown sales right. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, one company in our portfolio that's not part of the scale up cohort called Bin Century they do a grain bin monitoring system. They're actually out of Kitchener Waterloo, but they came to WeTech more for expertise in in the regional ag tech community as well as manufacturing. They just won Forbes uh, Thrive Ag Tech. Um, really? They were in Indianapolis just oh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think it was called Thrive Ag Tech competition. I Don't quote me on that. But they took home $100,000 in investment, and they're going to be bringing, uh, pitching, or at least presenting at the Forbes under 30. And they will get a feature in Forbes. So there's these amazing companies. And what's cool just about that, because I know we're running out of time, is we're seeing companies from Toronto and Waterloo 
come to our region. Yes. And I've, I heard that's happening already at Soar Innovation mm-hmm. because of our expertise in manufacturing, because of our expertise in ag tech. But I think most, at least what we're seeing in Windsor, is this gateway to the U.S. market. They can literally still be a Canadian company and still kind of have their meetings and stuff. And as they're looking to expand, they can work with partners that we have, like Tech Town Detroit. And it's just this, again, we have to, we know we can't be Toronto, nor do we want to be Toronto. We need to be this region that does have this uniqueness in these sectors, as well as a, a U.S. market that most companies need to access yeah. um, to, to scale. You know um, 42 North. Uh, Amazing. Pat. Pat's awesome. And he's come out, he's been so engaged with not only WeTech, but Epicenter. He was speaking at an mm-hmm. event there, and uh, it's been awesome. He's he's a great company. He has a, a big dream to turn yeah. uh, 401, the southwest <laughs> corridor yeah. of yeah. the 401, into like this innovation tech corridor yeah. he has this this big yeah. dream and i am totally supporting him in that so i've always uh, said the 401 as much as it's a, it's a, i think it well there's so much construction now but like what a perfect road to test autonomous vehicles it's like yeah. it's a very boring yeah. space but <laughs> but as cars become you know you know think of the future of vehicles you know you're you're you know ford's working with esports now and why is that right the car's going to become an entertainment piece right mm-hmm. so um, and we, we know who could help do all the videos and stuff for all that. So, yeah, yeah you have um, some great companies. And uh, I've, I've toured Chatham many years ago with your ActDev team. And I was just blown away at, like, the ethanol side. And even the ag tech side, I'm still learning about the breadth of, like, expertise you have in terms of the what you're producing. And, in fact, I will say this. My biggest regret was not coming to the, the plow... Um, Last oh, the year. Yeah, oh yeah, I saw it happening and I remember seeing all these cool things and I said, How was I not here? So that go down as one of my missed opportunities. Some, some of the tech that was at that yes, event yeah. was was mind blowing, yeah. especially in the greenhouse industry. Uh, yeah. seeing how they you picture a greenhouse being single level. Well, they're doing multi levels now. They're they're expanding into this, and 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 everything works on the main level because they're moving around. You just uh, and robots and ah. So well, there's a company about. that I remember following, um, and a lot of it's because Forbes has pushed it out. But uh, it's called Farmwise. It's a company, a Silicon Valley tech company that's working with Roush Racing and Roush Roush Racing, pardon me, in Michigan, and it's basically this cool autonomous tractor that does weed pulling. And, you know, it's funny because hopefully they'll be listening to this, but I've approached them to say, listen, like, you don't realize what we have from a testing ground here, right? And Mm -hmm. um, as we think, a lot of tech is happening in in more tech, you know, areas like the Valley or uh, Toronto. They still need a farm. They still need the community (laughs) to test it. So. I think that's an economic development opportunity that I'm sure both economic development Chatham Ken and, Win- and Windsor Essex are doing is how do you bring these new these tech companies and plug them into the mm-hmm. users right like I'm blown people I'm just blown away at what people don't know going back to our region of how how rare it is to have this much expertise in agriculture and manufacturing we build things and we grow things and we do it really 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 well Yes. On absolutely. a global stage, not just a provincial stage. Okay. Uh-oh. I could, we could talk all day. I know. No, no, sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, I realize at some point we have to probably yeah, wrap this up. No. Oh, but how do you wrap this amazing conversation? I don't up? know because I want to <laughs> so go down there. There's, there's, I just heard about a company that is uh, going to be looking at entirely automating 
an entire section in the ag industry for the, for their business. Uh, they've been in business for 20-something years, and they're looking at how they can automate one section so they can grow and develop another area of their business mm-hmm. and bring on some more employees. Mm-hmm. Because automation is actually going to let them hire more people. Oh, boy. I was it's like, don't op- ask me the question. Nope. Will robots steal nope. jobs? It's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite effect. They're bringing in automation so they can free up one area to enhance another area. And yeah. I think that is so cool. Because, so that's a really interesting topic. Automation is something that I think everyone's excited for, but everyone's also terrified for. Because sure. there's, there's multiple of like the future of work means robots take take jobs, right? But... There's also the other side of the story is that all of these new technical roles um, or this automation is creating more needs and jobs in technical roles. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think where we have to pay attention to is we are in the fourth industrial revolution. It's going to happen just like it happened you know, three times over. In fact, according to uh, a very high te- uh, a tech leader in Toronto just this week, you know, there's even discussions that the fifth industrial revolution is 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 coming right so just when we thought we're in four there's already talk about five all right what's five uh, i don't even know it's like ask. fully in the, like <laughs> customized individualized data right when we think okay. of like yep. everything's going to be customized for us right so um but on the automation front um yeah new jobs will be created but i think what we need to be mindful of is this word that we're going to hear a lot is upskilling is we need to continuously jobs will be lost but how do we upskill those individuals into new roles, right? Um, one of the cool things I was listening to a podcast, it was uh, Kara Swisher, who I love. She runs Recode Decode, not can't compete um, here. This is awesome too. Um, but there's a, and I can't remember, I think it's the mayor of, Tr- mayor of New York that's running for president. I can't remember his name right now. But he, one of his platforms is building a robot tax, actually. Mm, Um, And you think about, and actually it's really interesting because you think about a person, they pay, you know, their income taxes, they pay EI. A robot doesn't pay that. A Mm -hmm. robot doesn't pay that back. So, um, you know, it's something that I've heard and, you know, through the grapevine of like, how is government going to deal with, you know, this automated future um, and that, you know, robots aren't paying into tax or paying taxes right so um it'll be interesting but i i I always go back to i get this question often and i say i'm not an expert in this but if you go to the world economic forum every year they put together a report called the future of work or the future of jobs it's a beautiful report put together by experts in the world and it'll really open your eyes to like i think we're quick to judge with this one i think we're just all learning right we're we're Mm -hmm. learning so read this report and read it for reasons of not to be terrified, but also to be proactive and also to show your kids where the industries are going to be in the future. And I know that's a tough one, but um, things are changing and we have to, we have to, you know, we have to be ready for it. I could chat all day. This is I know. So... Okay. We're geeks. We're if, geeks. If I'm you had one thing that you want to finish off and, and share, I know I did not give you any prep questions but what's oh, something what, what what what's the last thing you want to want to share with us or do you want to just give a plug for we tech no you know uh, what by the way so obviously uh, we, we want to do a plug for <laughs> we tech but but we tech represents like again i always said like we rather promote all the companies and people doing great things mm-hmm. than ourselves, right? Our biggest asset is is our companies and the people we yes. work with. So um, I'd say if my plug would be, um, we need, if we want to build this tech community, we need people to come out. So, you know, if we have an event, we want to see all these people come out. So come out to our events. Don't be intimidated by the word tech. I think that's the scary part is tech is... Yeah. 
we're all enabled by tech in some capacity. So some sessions will be more technical, but when it comes to these, these workshops we're putting on our tech nights, we want them to be open to people in tech and people interested in tech and people who just love tech. Um, and I think the other piece when we talk about economic development and the future of our cities is every person has a role to play in economic development. Absolutely. I go back to uh, most people know me for social media, right? And I go back to I'm not necessarily tweeting about my lunch or what I'm wearing or it's about promoting the amazing things that people are doing Mm -hmm. and a lot of the storytelling. So I think everyone has the capacity to talk about the companies, to to review or promote a local business to a large company that's hiring. So we all have the capacity and a role to play in in this, you know, building our communities. And that includes, again, that, that partnership piece. The future will be created on partnerships from citizens to government to industry. And the more we can bring them together um, and have a unified vision, um, and again, to not forget about storytelling, I think all regions, like our region, will will do very well. So I should make you a T-shirt that says "The future will be created on partnerships." I read that somewhere. Fun. I can't even take that credit, but it's so true. Like, think of last call, man. But think about the future of cars and autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. A car company can't just come to a city and launch. They need all the infrastructure in place. And Absolutely the future not. of vehicles is going to require partnerships from municipalities, mm-hmm. from citizens, from investors, from realtors. Like, it's this beautiful, but a lot of work. And I think that's the future. Everything's connected. Everything's integrated. And the more we look at those partnerships is, um, is I think, critical. And uh, partnership is work. But collaboration is multiplication. So, yeah. okay, I'm gonna get you back. I'm gonna have a lot of shirts after that. <laughs> this. Is gonna shirts. be my shirt's gonna just say Andrew. <laughs> I truly cannot thank you enough. This oh. is not. He did not tell me to to do this, but um, you don't realize how one person can transform a city, right? And I told you this, and I said I'd say this to you off mic or on mic. Is every time I talk about Chatham, they're like, Andrew's doing great things. And I know oh, you have a team you. behind you. So I want to, you know, thank Stuart and, and Taylor and um, Rosemary and everyone that's part of your team. But, and I know I forgot people, um, but what you're doing right now with this podcast, what you've done for WeTech and helping us expand here, God. it is not, um, it is completely appreciated. And, uh, and I hope Chatham Kent knows what they have in you and, and well, the hours you put into what you do. There's a few. Yeah. But no, it's, it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. That's no, that's of course. good. No. Um, yeah. Well, now I'm all blushing and stuff yeah. and trying to figure out how to. Maybe I should edit this part. No, yeah. I'm not going to edit this part. No. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you that's so awesome. much. This was awesome. I got like yeah, I got to listen to my podcast driving up here. Got to hang out with Soar and got to finish the day. But uh, keep an eye out if you're listening. Tech Night will be returning tentatively November 5th. Um, we're working on some themes. Um, and again, if you have any insight or feedback for us, um, both Ectev and mm-hmm. WeTech, let us know on social media. Let us know through email. Go to Absolutely. our websites. Um, connect on both newsletters, social media, because that's really where the up-to-date information is coming from. Okay. Your website? www.wetech-alliance.com. WeTech Alliance on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Yeah. And we are investck.ca. Um, and hey, we're on an, all of those platforms as well. The Facebooks and of the world. Uh, what do we say? We're on the internets. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the You joke. can Google us. We're for, <laughs> you can Google yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> we're there. The internet's celebrating 50 years coming up, which is pretty mind-blowing when you that think about is. it. I think it's in October. 50 years since... 
the internet since the first or the the, the yeah the World Wide Web I guess yeah yeah, yeah. First crazy packet of data was sent around crazy crazy, crazy wonderful well thank you Andrew well thank you for yeah, being here perfect. appreciate it all right yeah. I'm gonna wrap it up but there we are perfect. what is it oh if Anthony was here he would say stay classy John Ken oh yeah that's, we need like a that that's his thing that's his that's his thing. And this light on means it's on, right? That okay. should mean it's on. Okay, and just when I see the word, I see I 